We keep the TNA wrestling train rolling this week here on Kicking Out of Two. I'm your host, Dave Rosenbluth, and we're going to continue to delve into the archives of the Impact Plus app here on this show as we watch the, arguably, in my opinion, the greatest match in TNA wrestling history, AJ Styles, Samoa Joe, Christopher Daniels, X Division title triple threat match from Unbreakable 2005. And uh, joining me this week, my good buddy, my co-host, my friend, my dear friend, my dear close personal Longtime friend, Dennis J. Levy. Dave, like always, a pleasure. That um, I actually, I I saw clips of this match. I this, I think this is the first time I get to watch this match, so I'm really. You've excited. never seen this match before? No, no. This is arguably. This is, I, I when it goes to TNA, I was I was definitely late to the party, and to be greasy, the only reason why was because of the chicks. But when when they had when I saw when I was subbing to the channel, I'm like seeing Angelina Love and like uh, Velvet Sky during like their entrance and stuff like that. Dude, my my fucking you're a big women's wrestling fan, so I yeah, can yeah, I can yeah, picture yeah. that. That that uh, I'm just saying though, I'm just like, holy fuck, this is like softcore porn. This this this, this watching. <laughs> so I was always late to the party. I I knew of their existence. Yep. And, and I actually became a really really big fan of their product, like 2010. That, 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 uh, when Hogan uh, and Bischoff yeah, came on board, yeah, yeah, okay. that, that, I, I actually kind of, I like their product. That, that uh, was stupid that they fought against it, uh, WWE, but that's a discussion for another day, of course. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, I'm excited. I, I, I'm pretty sure I never saw this match. So I'm like, this is a great match. This yeah. is argue, you know, um, at the time, you know, in 2005, uh, us Rosenbluth boys were ordering the TNA pay per views. We were ordering the WWE pay per views. Uh, and, and ironically enough, there are a couple points I want to make here. You know, first and foremost, when it comes to um, this show in particular, this Unbreakable, it's this. We're gonna watch, you know, Styles, Joe, and Daniels from Unbreakable 2005. I'll give you all the directions as to how to watch that with us. But this show, this pay per view, was promoted when TNA did did not have a television deal at the time. They were not on Spike TV. Their deal with Fox Sports. Just ran out like a few months prior. All of their television shows, their Impact episodes, were being aired on TNAWrestling.com. It was like the first like streaming style, one of the very first streaming style events that you could watch on the internet. And they were promoting pay-per-views for at least the better part of two months, I want to say, without television. And they had a loyal following that, that brought them... Um, viewers to their pay-per-view and their pay-per-view numbers were, were decent enough that people were continuing to watch. So that was interesting. That's an interesting fact in and of itself. The second point I'd like to make is that the timing of 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 us covering this match and watching this match is a little ironic, okay? Because, you know, when I set my schedule, I like to do things based on date and feel and things like that. And, you know, this, this match took place in, on September 11th, 2005. And I, you know, didn't have any grand plans to watch this match on the anniversary. But I thought since it's, you know, we, we covered a lot of WrestleMania during WrestleMania season. WrestleMania season's over. You know, WrestleMania season, you like to bring out a new chapter of, of storylines on TV, kicking out it too. We like to, you know, bring out some new content that's non-WrestleMania related. I thought, let's cover some TNA. Why not knock out the greatest match in TNA history, in my opinion, okay? And then, last week... WWE made a round of post-WrestleMania spring cleaning cuts. They they released at least like 10 names that we're going to talk about. And one of them being Samoa Joe. So I thought, oh, this is perfect timing. You know, Joe gets released from WWE. We're going to cover this match. So why don't we watch this? And why don't we talk about mainly Samoa Joe and a lot of the missed opportunities he had as a performer within the wrestling industry. Not just WWE, but TNA as well. And I just find it, you know, it's something that I didn't plan, okay? I didn't plan it this way. It just happened that, you know, ironically enough that he gets let go and we're going to cover this match. So I so I thought, why not just, you know, come full circle a little bit as I like to do on this show. And we can, you know, discuss his, you know, some of the stuff that's taken place in his career and a lot of the, the missed opportunities that he could have had. Um, as a performer in, in, in the wrestling business. Because I feel like he's one of those guys that had a, a strong following but just never really got over that hump to be on top you know and and granted he was the tna world champion for a little while 
He did have a run as NXT champion a couple of times, I believe, in WWE. But he just never really seemed to be the man, the guy. And so we'll talk about some of those instances as we watch this uh, th- this match back. Um, for those of you that have the Impact Plus app, uh, hopefully you're logged in. Uh, you're going to log in. You're going to click on Categories. Once you click on Categories, you're going to click on Pay-Per-Views. Once you click on Pay-Per-Views, you're going to click on 2005 Pay-Per-Views. Then you're going to scroll all the way to September, Unbreakable 2005. Press Play. Fast forward all the way to, to what's the timestamp we got here? Um, let me see. What's the timestamp we got here? Two hours and 19 minutes. This match is going to go roughly a uh, half hour or so. So um, we're going to watch this back and uh, we're going to enjoy it. And uh, hopefully you'll all enjoy it with us. So uh, you get you ready? Ready. All right, let's do it. Um, when I say play, you're going to press play. Keep the sound on mute. Maybe I'll turn it up from time to time. Uh, to uh, you know, give you guys a little bit of an audio effect as to what took place. But for the most part, we're going to watch this together, and you'll hear some of our running commentary, or all of our running commentary. And if you don't have the Impact Plus app, then you're going to be in for a great discussion about Samoa Joe and his time in the wrestling business. So, without further ado, when I say play, press play. So, in three, two, one, play. Sorry, I couldn't hear what you said. Oh, Jesus, Siri. Really? <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, whatever, Siri, fuck you. You're going to interrupt me during my podcast. Oh, well, my Apple Watch is being an asshole. But here's the video preview of um, of this match up here. Uh, this was, so you, you didn't start watching the you know, TNA till the women came, which was probably a couple of years following this, and I think it was in 2007. However, um, this here. Uh, I do remember, um, so my, my, my timing might be a little off. I do remember. Uh, Kurt Angle coming, and that that uh, that was two thousand six. Yeah, that's yeah. When I started really getting into it, and yeah. Then, uh, him and Joe were just phenomenal stuff, and then that, that uh, but what really kept me was was the uh, the beautiful people for sure. Okay, all right. So this here is like early Samoa Joe and TNA. You know, he had already built a following in Ring of Honor. I believe he had had um, a series of, um, of of matches with CM Punk. Uh, in Ring of Honor during this time period before he had made the jump to TNA, or I believe during this time period, because I believe Joe wasn't under a full-time contract then, but he was on an undefeated streak, and he was headed towards a battle they're showing here with AJ Styles, which uh, I believe was a part of some sort of like X-Division-type tournament that was going to determine who was going to face the X-Division champion, Christopher Daniels. So Joe was on this tear for a while. AJ was the the guy in TNA that they were building a lot of their 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 stories around, and Daniels was the X Division champion, and you had a a, a pretty good recipe for a, a a fantastic triple threat match. As I've said, arguably the greatest match in TNA history here. But um, yeah, this match that they're showing here, the clips they're showing, is from Joe and Styles in a singles match. Uh, from the Sacrifice pay-per-view a month prior with Daniels on commentary, and I believe Daniels got involved, and uh, they continued this throughout the weeks on Impact until um, the pay-per-view that we're going to be showing here. You see Styles getting involved. But, uh, you know, all right, so let me give you kind of a brief rundown a little bit. Since you were a little late to the party, you know, like I said, Joe came into TNA in the summer of 2005. He was still doing some stuff for Ring of Honor, to the best of my recollection. And Joe was on this undefeated streak. He was getting hot in TNA, like big time. And one of the biggest missed opportunities, in my opinion, was not putting the heavyweight championship on Samoa Joe sooner. You know, Joe didn't win the TNA title till 2008. When he beat Kurt Angle at Lockdown, which I was at that event in Worcester, I was at that pay per view. Well, that was a good one. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. Um, but Joe was on. Like I said, he was on this tear for a while. He was going through guys. He, you know, X Division. He eventually would become a, a, one of the longest reigning X Division champions in TNA history. And. He kind of dabbled in the main event a little bit. I think he had a match with Jeff Jarrett on pay-per-view at one point. It wasn't for the title, but um, I think they were just kind of testing the waters to see where he was at. And then all of a sudden, Kurt Angle shows up. And they immediately go to Kurt Angle 
Samoa Joe right off the bat. First match Angle has in TNA is with Samoa Joe, and he ends Samoa Joe's undefeated streak. To me, I felt like you had to do something big for Kurt Angle. However, I honestly felt like Samoa Joe could have benefited from a run with the title. Like, almost very Goldberg-like. Yeah. I don't know. What, what, what are your thoughts on that? That, uh... That, um... I like how they made him, like, a monster. That, that, that uh... That, um... That, uh... So, I've, I only vaguely remember, like, Kurt Angle's, like, like original, like, uh... Like, um... A couple, a couple of weeks or months, like, in TNA. Yep. But, uh... That, um... Yeah, I think yeah, him beating like AJ Styles or something would have been a bit would have been better. Like someone was someone that didn't have the title, but someone mm-hmm. super established, you know. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, so run the risk of having Kurt Angle beat an established guy like AJ as opposed to Joe. It is that 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 uh. uh right on his debut match. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um. I mean, Jeff, I why not Jeff Jarrett? Well, that's another one too. So. I was think I was thinking that Jeff as well. Jeff Jarrett run his mouth and then all of a sudden you're they, you know, So they, it was it was, I think it was no surrender two thousand and six, where, um, Joe would wrestle Jeff Jarrett and it would be like a fans with leather belt straps around the ring lumberjack match, right? Fans revenge match, I think is what they called it, because Jeff Jarrett was like the top heel, yeah. and he was you know running roughshod as the as the NWA. Yeah, the they were. I think they. I don't know if they were fans or if they were plants, but there were a lot of people around ringside with these leather belts, and anytime you know Jeff would get outside, they would you know get to whip him or whatever. Yeah, if we <laughs> we could watch it one of these days, we we could check it out. But yeah, Joe was. Um, Joe was uh, the you know in the main event for that match against um, Jeff Jarrett. It wasn't for the title only because they had already advertised Jeff Jarrett and Sting at Bound for Glory the next month, where Sting took the title off of him. Which I know they were trying to go for like you know get more mainstream viewers because Sting was a uh, you know a big name and Joe wasn't really as established on the mainstream, etc. But I felt like in order for their 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 product to grow. They, I, 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 I've said this a million times. I'll say it again. I, I think Samoa Joe was the biggest missed opportunity in TNA wrestling. He could have been their, he could have been their big top star. Yeah, that could, they could have built off of for such a long time. And you know, they, they, they wasted a lot of, a lot of opportunities and a lot of, you know, on, on him. I, yeah. I really, I really truly believe that. Um, so then they, like I said, they kind of shoved Joe with Kurt Angle because it was a dream match. Yeah. People, people talked about seeing those two wrestle, and TNA wanted to deliver on that right off the bat, which I don't blame them in that sense, but I think they sacrificed Joe's credibility to make Kurt Angle, you know, um, his his debut a big deal. That's just me personally. And, yeah, I, I think, like you said, Kurt Angle could have beaten someone like a Jeff Jarrett, um, even AJ Styles to some degree. Uh, but that was just one of the opportunities that I felt Joe... Was had missed out on another one. I don't know if you remember this. Um, you know, well, let's just, let's kind of move forward. So Joe eventually, you know, he kind of dabbles in X Division a little bit, tag team. Um, you know, he doesn't really have. Uh, he's he's kind of all over the place in TNA after after the Kurt Angle stuff, but he's you know a, a, a fixture of the programming now. Joe would eventually get the opportunity to meet Kurt Angle in 2008 at lockdown and win the title. And then Joe became a victim of what, in my opinion, once again, TNA kind of, I wouldn't say booking themselves into a corner, but using an established guy to get over on one of their homegrown talents. You know, no, they, they had, had him in there with Sting and Booker T and, T and Kevin Nash, Nash, and then that's how eventually they formed the main event mafia. Do you remember that? that? Yeah. Okay. What are your th- What were your thoughts on the main event mafia in TNA? I didn't. I didn't hate them. That, uh, but uh, the only person, that, in my opinion, that really got over in the main main event mafia was Kurt Angle. Yeah, I would agree. 
hundred percent. Yes, like staying and like the like the other ones were they were just they were there. They were just dudes. Yeah, yeah, they were there. Okay, you see Joe and AJ taking turns on Daniels here early on. Yeah, I I love Christopher Daniels. Talk about missed opportunities. Wasn't he the one that's supposed to be the head of the ministry? There, so there's a story that it was talked about that they were going to use Daniels to be the higher power in the Vince McMahon Steve Austin rivalry. Can you imagine what that would have done for his career? I mean, the the I from what I've heard, the excuse was behind Daniels um, not not getting the role was that he was too small. Romance, man, like. But yeah, that would have been. But yeah, that would have been. That would have either done huge things if it got over, or would have fucking ruined him. Done huge things if it got over, or would have fucking ruined him. If you think about it, if people didn't believe it because of his size and his look and the way it was presented, that could have ruined him. Yeah, I guess so. You know, but you think that would have been it was better than uh, you, th- you think that was. Um, so Vince being the head of the ministry, you think you think that was better? I think they did that out of necessity because they knew it was something that could work different direction. You know, if you think about it, like I put the the, the three, the three, three, the three storylines that just make me cringe are Vince, Vince, uh, you know, being the head of the ministry, the Vince, uh, uh, the uh, suicide or not the suicide, limo the explosion, limo, yeah, limo explosion, and then Hornswoggle, a bit that uh, being his son. Those are the big three. I'm just like, what the fuck were they thinking? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Daniels would have been a lot better for better. You know, he could have yeah, you know, been like one of those guys. Like, what, like, like my favorite heel. Like, like, like I, don't I, I don't know if I mentioned this on the podcast, but I definitely mentioned you. My favorite. He could have been like one of those guys. Like, my favorite heel. Like, like I, I don't know if I mentioned this on the podcast, but I definitely mentioned you. My favorite heel is those guys. Like, like my favorite heel. Like, like I, I don't know if I mentioned this on the podcast, but I definitely mentioned you. My favorite heel is when he's to you. My favorite heel is. When he thinks he's a face, but but when reality he's a heel. Well, that's Kurt Angle. That's, that's what I love. You think about it, that's Kurt and Angle. Then he takes a sneak. He's like, he's like, like everyone, I'm here to heal you. Yeah. I'm here, I'm here to, to give you the, the good news. Yeah, know? that's Kurt Angle right off the rip. Yeah. Um. But let's continue the discussion with Joe here. Um, right. What were your, some some of your favorite TNA moments that that involved Samoa Joe that you can recall? Ah, uh, great question. Um. Like him being him being uh, angle for the title, that was pretty cool. Um, that um, I just remember like like him just like being the shit out of people too. Like yeah, like a lot of TNA had a lot of co- co- comedy in it, and I like comedy wrestling in moderation. Yeah, but they were getting way too much with the Curry Mans and the Short Boys and whatnot. Yeah, so the one like refresher was. Was uh, Samoa was, Joe? Was Samoa Joe. Yeah, and that's what even fucking AJ Styles. I don't know. If it was like a comedy bit or whatever. Had, had that pregnancy bullshit or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, the, that, that storyline uh, with so, uh, so, with Dixie and then the, the yeah. yeah they, so, they, so so I want refresher. The one time you know you're gonna get a serious match. Yeah, was gonna be uh, Samoa Joe. Samoa so, Joe. That, that in my opinion, that's his legacy in TNA for me. The guy that just like laces boots, no bullshit. That that uh, that didn't have a really bullshit like storyline or whatever, mm-hmm. and he just he just was like the like I I Ooh, this nice here Daniels with that moonsault yeah, to Joe that he does have a beautiful moonsault. oh yeah that 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 that's kind of like RVD split legged moonsault but it's not you know he calls it the best moonsault ever <laughs> it's pretty the good. BME it's pretty good but continue. But yeah, that he, that in my opinion, that's uh, Samoa Joe's legacy. That 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 that, he, that oh, uh, here we go. This is cool right here. AJ uh, with that yeah. shooting star press off the top to both guys out on the floor. Here's my prediction about that about that move right there. The next time AJ does it, that's just gonna be his last match he ever does. That uh, uh, yeah. I, I think I think the last match is a retirement match. We're gonna see for the first time in WWE TNA. Uh, AJ Styles. He just got. He's like, "Fuck! It's my last match." 
you know? That's, that's, that's a nice little way to, you know, tip of the hat to the end of his career. Yeah. Because we haven't really seen that put in his We have not even seen in, one in hundredth of TNA, AJ Styles, and WWE. But at the same time, like, uh, so... Let's, I get it. He's 15 comp- years older. Yeah, 15 years older, but... What... I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like he's a more well-rounded wrestler. He's not as high spotty as he used to be. And I think in WWE, that works better than what you're seeing right now with, with him. You know, as exciting as he is now. Yeah. You know, or as exciting as he is as we're watching this. Um, this you know, would this AJ Styles would be on NXT all day. You know where he died? This, this, this AJ Styles? Yeah. In Japan. I'm telling you, someone really? took him aside. Yep. You think that he wasn't that good in Japan? No, 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 no. No, I'm talking about the, the flippy. Also, uh, when he became when yeah. he when he became a war, more well rounded performer. WWE, okay. Uh, AJ Styles well, wasn't even before he went to WWE. It was in Japan where we're like, dude, slow it down, slow it down. Yeah. Like, 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 we like these hour matches. You yeah. know what I mean? That, that you gotta take it easy. If you do all these flippy shit all the time, you're gonna be done in ten minutes. Yeah. Then he's like, okay, I get it. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. I can picture that. And then, then it goes, I see that of course, then for the first time, he gets like a like, like he was always like like was he the main event mafia? That uh, no, he was against the main event mafia. But anyway, every stuff, every fashion, whatever, he was always like the second dude. Fortune it, was a group that he was in with Daniels and and um, I believe. Um, Beer money was in it, and, and Kaz and those guys. Um, it was like that group that like it was like that four horsemen ripoff that they had. Rick yeah, Flair yeah, he had the, he had the robe. He wore the right? yeah, he wore the fucking robe too. We I talked about that last week. How silly he looked yeah. as like Ric Flair's little yeah, mini Ric Flair. He didn't like it either. I yeah, he's a Christian boy. He didn't want to be Ric Flair. Well, not only that, but he just wanted to be who he was, and you know, I get the I get the association that they had put him with Flair because they wanted to kind of give the Flair rub to him, so yeah. to speak, like to build him up. But to have him come out with the robe and the sequins, I was like, this is, I was like, this is fucking bullshit. I, I couldn't do that. I, yeah, I, that, that, but I thought I thought he was like finally, even though he was clearly like the um, teenage, like you know, like like the the one dude or like. Let's be real, like, 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 yeah, he, he wrestled in WCW and whatever, but, but he. Oh, was, that was nothing. Yeah, he was nothing. He, he became, he became what we know today from teenagers. Oh yeah, absolutely. Then, uh, That's what put him on the map. But, no but, doubt. but I don't think he was ever like, kind of like. Oh, that was think, nice. Yeah, it was. That was nice. That little uh, corkscrew. I don't know what he used to call it. the sty- the 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 Styles cl- tap or the Styles not the Styles clash the. The spiral tap, or yeah, that's yeah, corkscrew, yeah, yeah, that corkscrew. But yeah, the gen- senton, whatever you want to call it. But once he became the head of the Bullet Club, that's when I thought he was he was ready for like he was ready for a big time, the, like, absolutely, okay, like, like be like the head of the head, like the head of the mainstream. Okay, all right, yeah, I mean that was when things really started to turn a corner for him. Um, let's kind of circle back to Joe for a little bit here. Yeah. Um, do you remember when they tried to incorporate more of Joe's Samoan culture into his character where they had him shave his head and they painted his face very similar to Umaga yeah. and they had him wear, have him come out with like a fucking sword? You remember that bullshit? Yeah. What'd you think of that? It wasn't him. He's a South, Cal- yeah. South California guy. Yeah. He, that, that, uh, it would make sense if it was like... They tried to turn him into a stereotypical Samoan wrestler. Yeah. Like, you, like barefoot, doesn't know how to speak English, you know, fucking wears face paint, you know, shit like that. Things that, like, they've done to other Samoan wrestlers in the past. Um, do you remember? Right, here's another one. Do you remember the association they gave him with Taz? Briefly. It was very brief. I don't know brief. if I do. I don't know. So Taz was like an announcer. They brought him in, yeah. and then they started having Taz. Um. Or no, they yeah they brought also oh, here's what they did they brought Taz in as like a like a coach to Joe Joe was talking to this like random person that you couldn't see on the screen or behind the door it was almost very like I do remember that okay yeah. and then all of a sudden it became Taz and I was like oh this is cool like Taz is gonna kind of bring a little but bit of that old ECW Taz, Taz to Samoa Joe, Joe. kind of add, add that, that flavor in there that, that could work because Joe's, Joe's got, you know got, got a very similar style of wrestling to Taz. And then 
what did they do? They put fucking Joe in the main event mafia with Taz. And it just, to me, I, I felt like it just took away from Samoa Joe. Like, they put him in there with Kurt Angle and Steiner and 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 Nash. I think Sting was still in the group. And, you know, all those other guys. Like, you know, he was fighting against the main event mafia. Then eventually he joined. I thought I it thought was... It was um, um, I thought it was, thought silly. It was silly. Oh, oh all, right. all right. So, so if, you're, if watching you're watching this, watching this with us, us apparently, apparently um, the Impact, Impact Plus um, the Impact Plus app has commercials in between. So right now there is a commercial currently for um, Fast Play Progressive Connecticut Lottery CT.org. You might have a different commercial if you're watching with us. So I apologize. Uh, now we're back to the action, or are we? Yeah, we are. We're back to the action here. That was bizarre. Uh, yeah, I didn't. I, 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 you know the funny thing is, I don't pay monthly for this. I bought this for a whole year. Oh. This app. So you paid like I paid like right. seventy two dollars for the whole year for this app. Okay, and not once was there any mention about being commercials in between so on demand content. I watched the, when I had it. I watched a lot of the Asylum years. We got a narrow slot before. Okay, and uh, I never got a commercial. I used to pay the seven bucks a month or whatever it was. Okay, interesting. Maybe it's because yeah. I paid a year ahead. Maybe I don't know. Um, but yeah, they put Joe in the mafia and I was, I just thought it was, it was stupid and it was silly. Um, took away from him. He was, he was better on his own. He didn't need to be a part of a group. I, I, I didn't really care for it at all. Um, and then Taz was in the main event mafia for like a hot second, but then he became a color commentator. So then they took him out. Yeah. Um, and then there was another point in time where Joe was... He had been gone for a while from TNA. I don't know if there was some injuries or if there was some creative stuff where they just didn't do a lot with him. Um, I was... Oh, here we go. That's nice yeah, right that there. Cool. That little uh, corkscrew kind of somersault plancha to uh, Styles and Daniels on the outside. See a replay of it here. Boom. And they're doing all this for a uh, internet show. Well, this was pay-per-view. This match was on pay per view. How many how many people you think saw this on the uh on the uh on the on the internet that, that I'm just saying <laughs> Well this is on pay per view, so yeah. this is uh, this was standard traditional pay-per-view. Oh okay, okay. I'm not using okay, so, I gotta get my head a shake. Okay, so let me, I gotcha. How about this was only exclusive for for the internet? No, 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 no. Okay, I gotcha. No. You know what? I'm gonna look that shit up right now. Um Yeah, this took place September eleventh, two thousand and five. Uh, 775 people were in attendance okay. at this show. You can only fit like just about a thousand in the in the impact zone, if I remember correctly. Um, let's see. Let's look at the. Um... What was the impact zone? Florida, right? Yeah, I I've been in there once. Yeah. I, I went and saw a TNA of uh impact uh, taping, um, at one time. Come on, give me something. Looking for the results spot. here. Uh, come on, come on. The show got positive reviews amongst, you know, the wrestling community. Yeah. But Yeah, when you get oh, let me try and At it hard at right it now. Hard right now. Yep. Yep. No, I'm surprised. No, I'm surprised. No, I'm surprised. Have we? No, I'm surprised. Have we? We never got AJ Samoa and WWE, did we? Yeah, we did. Did we? SummerSlam a couple times. Remember when Joe was? Oh yeah. Doing yeah, that yeah, stuff with. Hey Wendy. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, so sorry, let, you know right. what? I'm glad you brought that up. Let's pivot right. a little bit here. Let's I hated go. it. I oh, hated you didn't it. like that? No. Okay. No. Granted, uh, maybe he, uh, the only reason why I hated it was that uh, Samoa Joe lost every fucking time. Yeah, he did lose a lot to, to Every AJ. time. All right, so let, let's scale back a little bit. Let's go to NXT. What did you think of Joe's run in NXT? I uh, loved it. That yeah. was his best. Um, time in WWE. I think that was his best work, even in even in TNA. And, 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 this uh, show only got 15,000 pay-per-view buy rates. Fifteen thousand. Maybe for them that's good. This was with no television. 
Okay. That's, and the that's good, I think, right? Somewhat. I mean, they were just starting right, out, let's too. Say, let's say you got 15000 Let's yep. say you had to pay 20 bucks, right? Yep. That's this a, was probably a $30 pay-per-view, but go ahead. the 30 The 30 times 1500 What was that? Uh, that, um... Fifteen thousand. That's still like four hundred fifty thousand. Is that bad? No, it's not bad for you know. Yeah. But you know, talk about like you know what you gotta pay the talent and then you know production yeah. putting the show together. What you split with the cable companies? What are you walking away with? Not much. Yeah, probably. Yeah. You know. Um. But yeah, Joe's run in, in in NXT. Anything that you thought was good? Was there something that you didn't like about it? Like I mean, Shinsuke, I I, I absolutely loved I, that. Uh, that um, I his best best work actually in my opinion actually was Ring of Honor stuff. Okay. Like, see, I didn't see a lot. I didn't see any versus, of his Ring of Honor it, stuff. It so you could talk about that with me. Versus if you like. CM Punk, I I think it was his best rivalry of all time. That, 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 and you've that, seen that stuff? Yep. Yeah, it was okay. it was absolutely terrific. Yeah. That that um. Um, were they going like 90 minutes at one point? Were they wrestling each other for like 90 minutes, or was that a different rivalry with Punk? I think that was a, a Punk and uh and Joe. Yeah. Okay. That um, I'm not too sure but myself. Yeah, so. I think his best his best matches were in Ring of Honor. Okay, but but like for like mainstream stuff that that uh, that uh, if anyone in, in the listening audience thinks that Ring of Honor is mainstream, I think you need to get your head a shake. Uh, I don't that, that, I don't think many of our listeners even know who Ring of Honor is. Anyway, with that being said, that 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 uh, that um. Oh, between his work between TNA and whoever, that that uh, best uh, WWE mainstream, his best work in my, I've, in my opinion was in NXT. In, in NXT that that uh, I like the stuff he did with Shinsuke. I like the stuff he did with Kevin Owens. Yeah, too. I thought that was good. Um, even with Finn Balor, stuff he had with Finn Balor was pretty good. Yeah, that that, that uh, he was he was the, he's to this day he's the only guy to beat beat the the demon. Did he? Yeah, he beat the demon. Uh, I forgot which show. Was it a takeover? Uh, that uh, had to be. Okay. Uh, that, that yeah, he, he beat the demon. Wow. I want to say he, he put the the, the the he passed out. The you know? the choke. Yeah. Yeah, that rear naked choke. Yeah. All the guy that beat the demon was Samoa Joe. Here we go. Styles with the cover kick out by Daniels. Um. It seemed like so now you know NXT. Solid run there. Multiple time NXT champion. Won the Dusty Cup with Finn Balor. Yeah, that was they cool. were really, you know, they're really letting Samoa Joe be Samoa Joe. The closest thing that you would get to the TNA Samoa Joe. And then he comes up to the main roster, and I felt like he had a great and impressive debut when he attacked Rollins and he was kind of like yeah, Triple H's awesome. like henchman. Yeah. I thought that was good stuff. And then he got injured. And it seemed like his main roster run was just plagued with injuries. I don't know about you, but um, yeah, Vince yeah, that uh, Vince hates injuries, and then it's like there's no. I don't know it, that uh, if Vince thinks you're injury prone, you're he's not, not going to touch you. No. Yeah, he's not going to touch. The only him. person I can think of in recent time where gets injury prone and still gets still gets a, a big push is Sasha Banks. Other than her, I can't think of anybody. Yeah, but there was, for, there was a while where she wasn't really being featured much, and you know. So I mean, they, I think it ebbs and flows. Goes I think that's through. why. Seriously, that's why I think I mean, when you notice too, like um, again, we'll derail a little bit, but anyway, you notice Sasha Banks that she normally does promos in wrestling, you know, because I think Vince is so shaky about like her being in the ring all the time, and she's gonna get injured, you know. Who uh, you said, Sasha or Alexa? Uh, Sasha Banks. Oh, uh, okay. Sasha. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, well, she's been wrestling a lot more. But, yeah, they've been letting her, you know, get a little more mic time, which I think is helpful for her because she'll yeah. anyway, continue to grow. Like, for, at least it comes to Vince. That, that, that I think that's like the kiss of death. Like, like if you get injured, if you get injured twice in, twice in one year, I think Dick Vincent has said, like, you're going to unreliable. Sorry. Because, you know, it's funny because I want to say that, like, he was scheduled to be a part of WrestleMania that year. When he when he was kind of like triple when he was kind of Triple H's like you know yeah. insurance policy if you will and there were even rumors of kind of like doing almost an evolution reboot like of with Triple H Joe and Kevin Owens as like a little mini group that would have been interesting um, but for whatever reason they I think Joe's injury kind of put 
put a, a stop to that. And then Joe would come back. It's funny. Joe did. Joe wasn't a part of WrestleMania that year. And I believe he was cleared. But they didn't do anything with him. And then he came back the next night on Raw. Oh, that was nice. That little torture rack. Yeah. Spinning combo. Whatever that is. Kick out by Joe. Um, brought him back. And then he was working. Um, he worked Rollins. Which they had a pretty good match at Backlash. And then... He would get injured, or he—I think he would work Styles too at one point. Yeah, he worked Styles for the WWE title, but he'd get injured, and he'd be out for a little while again. And I know that like the big money match was him and John Cena, because the two of them trained together in California when they started. Yeah, um, that never happened, did it? No, that never happened. Yeah. There was talk of that being a, a match for the last several WrestleManias and they, they, they didn't do it for whatever reason. Um, talk to me about some of the things you wish you saw out of Samoa Joe during his time in WWE. Well, obviously not being injury prone is top one, but, yeah. uh, then, uh, for matches that, um, I would like to, I would like to see him that, um, I'd like to see him Brock Lesnar one last time. That was good. I liked that. That was one of the, the, the better parts best, of his run. I think that was his best mainstream match. That that uh, was it. What's against Brock Lesnar? Then I didn't. I, I I was trying so hard just to uh, just just to brainwash myself to be like, all right, we know Brock Lesnar is going to win. Just go with it for one second. Just pretend that Joe can win. I just couldn't do it. Yeah. Other than that, other than like you just knew. But they built Joe up pretty good for that rivalry. Yeah. Think about it. He get, he had been getting the best of Brock for weeks the on one, TV. The one thing that kind of showed some vulnerability pissed. in Brock's character, which you don't see very often. I think he made him the, like the, the most vulnerable. Yeah. That, uh, I would have to agree. I think yeah. he was very like he 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 made Brock. He was the one that really you know brought that vulnerability out of his character a little bit and made you believe in the slightest that somebody could beat Brock, you know, of that caliber like Samoa Joe. All right, but let's continue. You said, you know, you liked Joe and, and Brock. Yeah. What else did you like about Joe's, um, or what else would you like to have seen more of out of Joe's run? Oh, definitely. Uh, that kick out? Oh, no, AJ won. That's the oh, finish? It. Oh, man. Totally I didn't remember. It. Honestly, I didn't remember that being the finish. What was it, Whirlup? He did like a double underhook, but then... It turned into a, a AJ bridged it and Daniel's shoulders were on the mat. I didn't remember that being the finish. Wow. I mean, great match, but now I'm starting to second guess if this was the greatest match ever in TNA history based on that finish. That was very anticlimactic. For those of you that are watching, I mean, first one, what was the half hour match, give or take? For I've the been, most part, I've yeah. Been, there's a good five minutes where I basically was looking at you and whatnot, you know, talk. Then, uh, but like, no, that's not like. You tell me that's better than like. I uh, thought there was some. I thought he had done his finish on him, or he had no. Done I like see a, some X division matches do way better than this. Like, like those amazing really? red, like when like amazing red and stuff like that. Come on, really. Maybe it's because we're watching this without the sound on, you know. Maybe you got to go home and watch this with the sound on, and then and because I think the crowd and the commentary really helps. And this was all like I said. This was during Joe's undefeated streak, so Joe so who is didn't the, get pinned here. Do you know who has the uh, the the TNA title right now? In this storyline, yeah. Uh, it would be, or in, in that instance, it would be, um, it would be, uh, what's his name? Uh, Raven. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Raven was the TNA champion, uh, at that point. Um, so yeah, there you have it. We just finished watching the AJ Styles, Samoa Joe, Christopher Daniels match. I had said arguably the greatest match in TNA history. And then based off that finish... That we just saw, that we were watching there. I'm, I might have hey, to retract my I statement a little bit. But I think, honestly, you should watch this match with the sound on. I think the X Division matches were my favorite stuff that I've seen in TNA. Okay. Alright. Interesting. Um, Let's kind of expand the conversation a little bit regarding, you know, you mentioned things that you 
you know, is there anything else you wanted to see more of Samoa Joe during his time in WWE? What did you and 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 what did you think about his release from the company last week? All right, so let's start off with what I wanted to see more of. Of course, I wanted to see him with the uh, heavyweight championship. Quite frankly, I, I wanted him to see 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 him with any championship for for lengthy. That that even when he what was the title he he he, he beat for Rey Mysterio U.S. title. Even that it was it was uh, freaking uh, that. Um, it was pretty quick. Yeah, it was he didn't have it very long. Yeah. That that uh, so, so he wins it at WrestleMania. Then in Hartford, our Hartford show, right? Did he lose it? Yeah, he lost it. We went to Money in the Bank, right? yeah, and he lost it. And he his lost shoulder it five was clearly weeks. up. Yeah, they, they they fucked the finish up. I don't know what was that that was all about, but that was that was a little weird. Well, yeah, that, that he never had a title. He never had a lengthy title run for anything. Well, I remember when we when we were there watching that show. Um, I remember saying to you that I hope this match is better than the WrestleMania match because the WrestleMania match they were both victims of circumstance. Joe. Made Ray, you know, due to timing, because yeah. WrestleMania is twenty-seven hours long. Uh, Joe beat Ray in like seconds. Yeah, yeah, just under a minute or so, and it was a dominant victory. But I would have liked to have seen more because Ray works well with big guys, and Joe has a tendency to work well with smaller guys. So I thought, oh, this would be a great match, and I was like, oh, they better make up for WrestleMania. And then I remember like the finish was so quick; it was like that. I was like, what the fuck? Like, it, yeah, the but, WrestleMania match was better than this, like, yeah, you know, in a sense. Um, now, tell me, you got you got anything else that you would like to have seen out of Joe before we continue? Just a lengthy title run, like, yeah. and like, like I don't think he had that real like he didn't have that. Yeah, he, he definitely didn't have that like, that CM Punk versus Samoa Joe match and. And at least in main rock, the TNA he did. I, I, I mean NXT he did. Yeah. Uh, that uh, like, like Balor, we, Kevin Balor, Owens, Kevin Owens, uh, Nakamura. I think Nakamura was his swan song. Uh, yeah. That uh, but uh, yeah, man, like he didn't have that moment like in, in the main roster. Yeah. That, uh, I felt like he could have benefited from having some big time matches with guys like Randy Orton, John Cena. Uh, you know, I was kind of hoping he'd get cleared to come back, and maybe he'd be going after Drew McIntyre, Bobby Lashley, yeah. you know, or maybe move him over to SmackDown, put him up against Roman. You know, he did he did some some good stuff with Roman, even though like Roman was the baby face and the crowd hated it. But you know, I thought his stuff with Jeff Hardy was pretty pretty solid. I would like to see more stuff with him and Daniel Bryan. Um, I liked the AJ Styles stuff, even when he was kind of getting in AJ's head about AJ's wife. I didn't think that stuff was bad. Um, I guess the book it was awful. What, just him losing all the time? Yeah, it was nuts. And I would then, like to have seen him get the win that, over I AJ. That, I think that's where Vince said... They didn't take AJ, him too seriously. Yeah, I, I think that's what he said. You're, you're just not championship material. So what did you think of his... Um, of his... Uh, of his run... Um, or when I'm sorry, what did you think of his release from the company when they God, when they announced very it? Very shocking. Yeah. Here he is on WrestleMania doing commentary. Yeah, and then the next day later he's he's uh he's on the streets. It's fucking nuts. Yeah, I was kind of surprised by that too. Consider I you know there this were... guy that they, they hired or whatever that uh the ESPN dude. Oh, that, the that, baseball that, guy, Ad, that, uh, Ardan or Ad I, I, Ad I'm telling you, I, I can't by, by the time name. by the time you, uh, I'm not really a big fan of him. But I, I, I'm making a, a a common sense prediction here. By the time you put this podcast uh, to, to the public for the listening audience, which will be tomorrow, that that uh, oh, well, if it's tomorrow, then then they might have a punching chance. But by May first. This guy's gone, dude. You think he's gone already, dude? He, no, look, how fast did they? Did, okay, when when they did uh, the guy who does mace, right? Him and the other dude, who? Hey, what are you talking about? At the you know for for uh, the guy in mace, whatever from from fucking uh, retribution, whatever. He was oh, doing he commentary. was yeah, Dio Mad. That, 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 uh, him, him, and that other dude, Vic Joseph. Yeah, Vic Joseph with how Lawler. Fa- how fast did they fucking can their ass? Yeah, they got I mean? yeah. And they're and they're fucking uh, Howard Cosell compared to the yeah. motherfucker. <laughs> Come on. So you, he's the worst I've ever heard, man. Okay. You, you mentioned it via text message, right? Yeah, I, would, I I'm not impressed. With like, like Mike Adderley, right? Mike Adderley was better than him. He 
He's the worst. Look, he, he lacks enthusiasm. He lacks a lot of enthusiasm. Whereas, whereas Joe on commentary, even though he was a color commentator and not a, a play-by-play guy, Joe brought the wrestler's perspective and he had enthusiasm when he was calling the matches. I liked his commentary, but I preferred him in the ring. Yeah, like I said, maybe that's hoping he was going to get cleared. Maybe. Then maybe they couldn't clear him. That's my only guess is that they couldn't clear him. But at the same time. You know, do you know the reason why he was out for a while to begin with? Actually, I don't. I so, die. last year, they were filming a commercial for Monday Night Raw on USA. And he had done a spot in the commercial where he jumps off the top rope. And he does like his senton splash to a guy through the table. Well, he, he got a concussion from doing that. And he wasn't cleared for quite some time. And so, they decided to put him in the commentator role. And I thought, oh, this is... This is working. I kind of like this, you know? And even to the point where um, I felt like giving him some time to heal and maybe he can get cleared eventually. They had him do a little bit of interaction with MVP and the Hurt Business from time to time. I thought for sure that we were going to see Joe come back and, you know, he would kind of get... This would be like the one last chance that they could do something with him. Now, with that being said... Where do you where do you see where do you realistically see Samoa Joe moving forward, and where would you like to see him? All right, so assuming that he's good to go, right? Yeah. Assuming like maybe that's why he got released. Maybe he did the Macho Man, but like I don't. I, I if you're not gonna put me in the ring, fuck this commentating shit. Just release me. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that that uh, so, so we don't know any of his like, like why he got released per se, but um. That being like like that, that's where do I want Samoa Joe to go? I I'd love to see him stop in Japan first. Okay, I want him to see him in AEW. I really do. Yeah, that, that uh, I can see some good man like like Kenny Omega versus freaking Samoa Joe would be awesome. Yeah, like, like a face like, like the unstoppable like the like the like the Joe that we see in TNA uh, like today as a baby face as, as, a, as a baby face the unstoppable guy versus the douchebag Kenny Omega he, he, douchebag Kenny Omega that, yeah that could that could be some awesome. good stuff yeah but I, I love to see him in, in Japan because mm-hmm. like that uh, I would style... I would like to see him and Okada in yeah, Japan yeah that's what I'm him and about. Okada yeah I think would be a hard hitting excellent match. Absolutely, I would definitely like to see that in in Japan. Um, I, AEW, the sky's the limit with who he could work with. Cody, yeah, you know Omega, um, Hangman, maybe even put That'd him in there with match. Jericho versus. Um, you know, the list goes on. MJF, you know, you could you could yeah. throw him in there with a lot of guys in in. in oh, dude, that that writes itself. You remember like the push when MJF. But Jeff was a security guard. Yeah, that that, that, that uh, we'd be like, don't forget the. I didn't yeah. forget the time I was. I worked security. Yeah, that, yeah. MJF was. Yeah, for those of you that are, you know, looking up what the references. Joe was Joe wrestled as the champion uh, NXT champion at a takeover in Brooklyn, and MJF, who was local in the New York area, was an extra uh, as a security guard, and Joe kind of shoved him out of the way. Um, you know, during his entrance before the match. So it's become a GIF online. And now that Joe's no longer with WWE, it's become a funny joke that, you know, the, the, the tables will turn on him when MJF does the same thing to him, you know, when he debuts on AEW. But, um, yeah, go look it up. Uh, Samoa Joe shoving MJF. You'll find it everywhere. Google it. Um, all right. So, yeah, any, 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 any more, any last minute thoughts on, you know, what we watched with Samoa Joe on this, this TNA match and, just him overall as a performer and character, and you know his time in the business. I did th- th- uh, so before he went to the main roster WWE. I thought he was going to be one of the, one of the, known as one of the, the best one of the best wrestlers of all time. But if you just watch his work in in uh, WWE, you'd be like, what? What was the hypo about? All these all these people going bananas for him. So I I feel bad for the guy. My overall. My my overall feeling for Samoa Joe is like we talked about missed opportunities. That's what that's what I, I would I would I would definitely say that 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 uh, missed opportunities for sure. Yeah, he he had quite a few of them. You know who I forgot to mention too? I forgot to mention something else he did, and I thought this had potential, but it didn't go very far. And I think it was because of injuries. You know, he's very, he's plagued with injuries. We've talked about this a lot. But do you remember when he was associated with MVP and TNA as a part of the Beatdown Clan, the BDC? It was, I don't know if I do, no. it was very, it's very hurt business like, yeah, okay. you know, with him and MVP. Um, 
But that was a short-lived association. I believe Joe would eventually turn babyface and go against those guys at some point. But nonetheless, um, I think it's fair to say between you and I after watching this match, um, we kind of have our, 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 our mixed feelings about this being the greatest match in TNA history. I still think it is, but you on the yeah, other hand... I full attention. I just seriously... Some of those X X division, you know, the ones with like the, the wires on top of the oh, ring. Oh, the Ultimate like X that. match, no, yeah, dude, those, those are great phenomenal. matches too. Don't oh, yeah, right. and and we'll watch some of those down the line. I'm I'm almost positive. Amazing but. Red, uh, that, that uh, I don't know. I just remember Amazing Red just doing some insanely stuff in those matches, and I don't know. Yeah, um, it we'll we'll, we'll get there. We'll we'll watch yeah. some of those at some point. But um, and then you know, just the fact that like I'm a big Samoa Joe fan. And I was kind of disappointed that he was let go. But I think the sky's the limit for him. I think he's still got something to contribute to the business. I think he could still have a, a, a reasonable run in, in somewhere. I think he's going to bounce around a little bit. I wouldn't. I, I think he might do like a couple of one-offs in Ring of Honor. You know, kind of almost do like a nostalgia tour. Maybe he'll go to Impact and do something with, you know, a couple of the guys over there. Uh, you know, like him and Sammy Callahan. I could definitely see him in Japan. Hopefully him and Okada could be a big match at the Tokyo Dome. And then definitely, you know, him in the AEW against Omega. Who knows? Maybe, maybe, maybe you know, if he's gone for a little while, maybe WWE will bring him back and he'll, you know, they'll, they'll put him on NXT and he can, you know, that's just wishful thinking. But I, I don't really see that happening. But um, nonetheless, hopefully you all enjoyed this watch along with us. TNA's Unbreakable, uh, Triple Threat Main Event, Samojo, Kurt, uh, Christopher Daniels and AJ Styles for the X Division title. You uh, hope you watched it with us on the Impact Plus app. If you didn't, no, no problem. Hope you enjoyed the conversation. Next week, while we're on the subject of you know guys getting released, we're going to talk about the most infamous firings in wrestling history. It's going to be a two-part series. We're going to start next week, part one. Some of the most infamous firings in wrestling history. Guys that were fired, you know, behind the scenes for multiple. Multiple different reasons. We're going to talk about that next week. Following week, we got part two. And then uh, as we get closer to WrestleMania Backlash, which I think is a stupid fucking name to begin with, we're going to bring you the WrestleMania main event from WrestleMania 15 to Backlash 1999 with Austin and The Rock, the match that doesn't get talked about in their series of matches. The WrestleMania trilogy gets discussed, but this is their Backlash match from 1999, and uh, that was when WrestleMania really was Backlash. (laughs) So we're going to watch that on WWE, Peacock Network, whatever the fuck it's called these days. But uh, yeah, that's, that's our schedule for the next few weeks. So hopefully you all tune in and check it out with us. And with that being said, I think it's about that time that we officially put this show down for the three count. We'll see you all next week.